I welcome you to Women's Power, our girl mentoring and coaching podcast. This is our Valentine Moral Talk podcast for every young girl out there from the age of 9 to 18. Women's Power Hour run a GMC program for young girls between the age of 9 and 18 so that we can be able to channel them right and give them a good footing for a bright future and good adult life. Now the Valentine Moral Talk, I'm going to take it to our young girls i want to call the attention of our young girls so that they will not be carried away by this valentine craze so that they can know what they are after with their life this season of valentine so that you don't destroy your destiny for a day's romance and you will get the understanding of the repercussion to that you will have to deal with later on in your life's journey if you just make a mess of this valentine day so I will be right back just after this short break to give you some background to Valentine. Also tell you a little bit about the twists that Valentine has gotten now. And then we will look about what is love truly, truly. And then we will see what God's word says about this. That's the very important bit. So please step put. I'll be right back with this very, from this very short break. I welcome you back to our Valentine Moral Talk. And I am Regina Petersmore, the host mentor for our Girl Mentoring and Coaching Program. This is Women's Power, our podcast. Now, let me give you a little history of Valentine. There are so many things that uh, surround Valentine history. But just this is just a few things I just pick out to help you get a background of Valentine. Now, the Emperor Claudius in the 3rd century AD, he martyred two people on the 14th of February at successive years. That means he mattered one, for example, this year, 14th of February, and next year, 14th of February, again, he mattered another. And and fortunately or fortunately, they are both both called Valentine. You know, there was first the Bishop of Tani, who is also called Valentine, and a priest, which is also called Valentine. You might wonder why they mattered these people. First of all, in those early days, the um, priest Valentine, they used to secretly wed the young men because those days they were sending the young men to war uh, instead of the married men because they said the young men have strength, they have power, they can do much more in the war front than the married men. So because of that, they were not allowing the young men to marry. And so because they want to send them to the war, but priest Valentine secretly will marry these young people. And another story about the Bishop of Tani, who is also called Valentine. These people, they were in prison, you know, that because of what they were doing, they put them in prison. And so in prison, one of the warden's child got healed. He prayed for them and they got healed. I don't remember what from what, if it was blindness or what sickness. I really don't have that much information. But he was healed of something. And this healing brought salvation to their family. And the whole family was converted. You know, when Jesus comes into a family, you know what happened now. Everything is <laughs> wonderful. God visits a family powerfully. And so that change and that conversion spark up a lot of things. And that didn't go down well with the emperor. And so those are some of the reasons they matter them. You know, also Valentine, 
is also being associated or linked with another uh, um, Roman holiday called Lupercalia. Lupercalia is a sexy holiday among the Romans and it is celebrated on the 15th of February and women will write their name on clay tablets and they will put these clay tablets into a jar and in that jar the men will come and choose a name any name they take that's the woman that they will have that's their partner they pair them up into couples you know Lupercalia also is a Roman festival of fertility and and almost naked men will come and they will slap married men with with pieces of goat hinds and that goat hind if they slap you with it they believe that they will be fertile for the coming year so they allow them to slap them with this goat hind you know so they they also attach this lupercalia to the valentine holiday now it was not really from romance valentine didn't come from romance truly valentine came from matter they killed people the people that died there were people that died on this day so it was from death it was from blood <laughs> that this thing come from it was not from romance but there was a writer called chaucer who was the first to write romantic poems in the 1370s on valentine's day and the first poem he wrote was called parliament of fowls and that poem he ends it with when every bad comes to choose its mates that's the end of his parliament of house um, poem and it is this man that brought romantic words on into the valentine holiday people start writing um, uh, valentine words and when they begin to print ready-made cards they start to give cards to their partners and all of that but now in this hour now and day valentine has been commercialized in the 19th century and over 18 billion dollars are spent on cards and gifts on valentine loads and loads this is money man and valentine is is known as the most commercialized holiday in europe and even other parts of the world and america you know valentine's day now means a girl losing her virginity you know girls are losing their virginity on valentine day but i want to let you know because this message i'm sending is to our young girls 9 to 18 listen to me even if you are beyond 18 listen to me it is still fashionable to be a virgin a girl should have pride in keeping her virginity for someone special a husband you give that virginity to your husband don't throw it away on valentine's day it is still fashionable to be a virgin if they are laughing at you that you are a virgin they are laughing at themselves they've lose something special and so anybody that laugh at you or mock you because you are a virgin is because they have lost their precious thing they don't have it anymore and you can't have it twice no way you can't have it they've lost it and they've lost it for good so if you have it keep it my sister if you have it keep it but your virginity is precious don't throw it away and also the young people have um, make a valentine into a day for gifts to give gift to their loved ones nothing wrong with giving gifts to your loved one it's a wonderful thing to share gifts share love now it, it what what gets to me is that People go out of their way to get this gift. They go out of their way to find money, even by stealing. Some even steal the gifts that you have bought for somebody and go and give it to another person. Just for them to have a gift to give on Valentine's Day. And, and the way people make it, they don't receive gifts, it's like, ah, they will die. 
or something bad has really happened to them. No, Valentine, you should not kill yourself if you don't have a gift. Love yourself. If you are, you should love yourself first before people start loving you. If you don't love yourself, you can't really give love to other people. We will learn about that very soon. You know. So if they don't give you gift or you don't have a gift or you don't have a gift to give somebody, nobody will die and you you will not die. Be happy on your own. Learn to motivate yourself. Learn to encourage yourself. Learn to to be who you are in spite of what is happening around you. Now, let's look at some twists about Valentine. People have twisted love. Love is deeper than gifts, you know. And, and before I go to this, uh, there's something here I want to call your attention to. That Valentine's Day sometimes has been set to trap girls, to rape them. Uh, let me tell you, be careful. Because some boys that have been after you, they couldn't get you. You have been playing hard to get on them. On this Valentine's night, they are looking for a way to trap you and rape you. Uh-huh. Because it's, to them it's sex day. To them it's free girls day. To them it's you can have anybody you want. You can go to anybody. You can just have sex. That's what they think in their heads, some people. So, be careful of what you do on Valentine. Now, some twist here about love. Of course, as I said, love is deeper than say. Love is not a feeling. It's not a feeling. Oh, these young people, butterflies in your stomach. You want him to hug you. You want him to kiss you. You want him to hold your hand. You feel You want to have love. Love is far much more than that. That is just one side of things. It is so deeper than that. Love is not sex. So don't give sex for love on Valentine's Day. So that's your gift. I'm giving you a gift. You give sex. No. It's love is not sex. Love is not money. Love is not moods and holidays. You know? Love is not attached to something. It is not for assistance or for favor. Love is far, far deeper than that. I have learned that love is a commitment. No matter what it takes no matter what is happening no matter what is surrounding the love you are committed to that person for life love is a commitment whether the person have the person is rich the person is poor the person is high the person is low the person is xyz status you love that person it's a commitment you make and nothing can change that commitment if that's true love now let's look at some types of love to help you to understand love you know Eros love is the romantic love that the name to the Greek god of love. That's the name they gave to the Greek god of love. And that's why the word erotic come from. It's passionate love. You know, it's sexual love, wild love. You know, giving up of yourself, going far in love. That's Eros. Eros love. And we have, um, many times the young people, they, they mix Eros <laughs> for real love. And that's, you miss it. If, if you think that that feeling, that wanting, that thing is the love, you mistake. Because very shortly, it will do something to you and all that feeling will fly away. And all that thing will just go away. You wonder, did you have it at all? So be careful. Eros love, feeling love is not the real love. Now we have Felicia with a self-love. You should love yourself, as I told you just now. Jesus says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So you have to love yourself. The word of God says so. Love yourself. And then we have stocky love. Stocky love is familiar love. Family love. Love for your family, your mother, your father, your brother, your sister. 
close people, familiar people around you that are stuggy love. Then we have Ludus love. Ludus love is playful love. Love should have play. Love should have fun time. Couples should be playing. It's not only early days of the wedding when you are happy, you are an honeymoon or da da da. Then you play. No, you, you should be part of it. You know, play helps you to lift those burdens. Play helps you to forget about some troubles in life. <laughs> Just play, laugh, and have a fun time. Many times the marriage's fun time is absent. And we miss a lot of that. So Ludus love is very important. Then we have mania love. Mania love is obsessive love. When people are obsessed with the other person, you're jealous to some extreme. You text the person every day, you call the person every time, every minute and hour you call, you want to know where he is, what he's doing, who are you with. You choke the person, you surround the person, you're obsessed with the person. You make the person go fed up, you, you crowd the person. The person can't breathe in the relationship. That is mania love, as obsessive love. We should not be obsessed. It's not godly. Then we have pragma love. Pragma love is enduring love. Every love should have endurance. In fact, if you don't endure, you can't stay married. If you don't endure, you can't stay in a relationship because the journey of life is not smooth. You don't have everything going on straight, straight, straight. The world is not as straight as you think. And there are things that make things crooked and make things happen and make things don't go right. So you have to endure in a relationship. You have to endure in a marriage so pragma should be present on every side of a, of a of a love relationship then we have philia love or filial love and that's where the word philadelphia came from it means brotherly love Brotherly love, sisterly love, this should be shown among groups, among churches, among organizations where we all love each other. You know, if if a filial love or filia is absent in groups and organizations, people can get offended, people can get hurt. You know, if somebody's sick, you didn't call the person or somebody, something happened to the person, you didn't see the person in church uh, a few times and you didn't check on the person, they get offended. You know, and sometimes people can even leave a group for that. That's why women say, our, we don't joke with the show love. The show, we even have a show love leader so that they can help us with this area. You know, it's very, very, it's an important area. It is for philia. So that philia will be present in a group. When it's absent, there's a problem. Then we have the all all encompassing the greatest love of all mankind that's the agape love that's the sacrificial love unconditional love the one that jesus showed to us on the cross agape doesn't have a tag it's not because of something it's not attached to you for something it's not trying to get something it's not trying to cajole you agape love is unconditional jesus didn't look at us the bible says, in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us we were in an ugly condition but jesus chose to give his life that's agape love he didn't care what status, who you are, what country. It's not by tribe. It's not by personality. It's not by education. Agape cut across all people. It's unconditional love. Now, what is God saying about all this um, Valentine thing to us? I want to call your attention to some scriptures. First Corinthians 3, 16 to 17. It says, if any man defile the temple of God, God shall destroy him. Yeah. That's where the word of God says, your body is the temple of God, my sister. Don't go and throw away your body for sex or your body to just anybody or all these men around. You just throw yourself on Valentine's Day in the name of showing love. You miss it. You know, God said we'll destroy. And you know, 1 Corinthians 5, 9 to 10 also says you should not keep company with fornicators. There are people who are ready to trap you. So if you don't choose your your 
association this valentine holiday they are there to trap you to so that you can fall prey or fornication sex outside marriage you know and they can trap you and they can get you so you have to be careful first Corinthians 6 9 says fornicators shall not inherit the kingdom of god hey you you are heading for hell if you just get your life into this valentine mess and having sex in the name of showing love my sister be careful and there's so much out there that the devil has set for you stds hiv all the sexually transmitted diseases they are out there open their eyes wide waiting to catch anybody who just let loose of their life on this day this is not the day to throw yourself on the floor my young sister this is not the day to just make your life anyhow be careful now i pray for you that the grace of god will come upon you and you have the fear of god to go through this day you should Fear God so that you can be able to go through the day. Fear the Lord. Mind your association. And remember that there is a tomorrow. You have a future. This is just one day. Don't mess up and destroy your life for one day. Alright, I think that's what I want to leave with you. And I want to tell you as I wrap up this podcast. That if you don't have Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you will not be able to to get away from this valentine craze the enemy can trap you and get you into doing nonsense things with your life this time of the year now let me let you know that jesus is waiting for you he loves you and he wants to save you and when he saves you he will give you the grace he will put the fear of god in you so that you can be able to go through this valentine on i tell you if your church has a program please go there that day if your church doesn't have a program Stay quietly with people that are sane, people that are thinking straight, people that know what they are after and know, mind that they are tomorrow. So GMC girls, all the girls out there in the schools that we are talking to, please, please, please mind your life. So now I want to bring you the invitation that Jesus loves you. If you can just open your heart and, and say this prayer after me. God will save you and keep you from the prey of Valentine. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Thank you for your shed blood. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose again. Lord Jesus, I accept you as my personal savior today. And I give you my heart. Come into my heart and take your rightful place. I make you my Lord. And I make you my savior in Jesus' name. Well, that's that. If you've done that, you say that prayer, you have been born again and Jesus is living in your life. I wish you all the best. I wish you a glorious Valentine. You can get in touch with us and we will link you to our girl mentoring and coaching program. God bless you. I am Regina Peter-Small, your host mentor for GMC. God bless you.